Ben is pointing at me. Oh God, we're we're in off season mode, guys. We're oof. I mean, that was called that was called communicating, was it? Yeah, when I pointed at you, that means you talk, right? Oh, I, like I like talk. you start, you go, okay. you go. I know I usually start. I go Evan. Yeah, exactly. And I was waiting go, for that. And then you go Ben. That's why I pointed at you though. I this want, is this is hype train. I want we're you here. to go. We're back. It's our annual off season episode. If if you're just starting to listen to to hype train, <laughs> first time listeners. For those for those for those of you who are first time listeners, um, this is a this is a podcast that Evan and I do um, about our about our fantasy football league that we all play with our high school friends. Um, it's super interesting, super captivating, yeah. And I'm sure that um, if we're so lucky as if you were to stick around, um, super entertaining. Yeah, we, we, we've got an action-packed show for you today. We're going to be talking about the NFL draft. We're going to be answering some mailbag questions that we got from a really wide variety of owners in the league. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to get to it. It, it feels like it, you, get, you get the draft. It's like a little morsel of fantasy football in the spring, and then I absolutely forget about it for three months. And then in August, I have to look up where all these guys got drafted anyways. But it feels good right now to have this in front of us. I agree. I love the draft. I love drafts of any kind. <laughs> I, drafts are just so much fun. I, last year, I watched the entire draft. Um, <laughs> Desperate times of the pandemic. Which was, yeah, it, it was COVID. There, you know, so there was no sports on. And then I was also hashtag fun employed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I watched the whole draft last year. I watched every pick of the draft last year. This year, I just watched the first round. Yeah. I was um, doing the, the classic, just like, look the next day to see where people went, <laughs> which I think is always the best way to do a draft, yeah. but, you know, teach Actually, own. that's not true. I missed the first, like, seven or eight picks because I was coaching basketball. Yeah. Evan, give a little life update for the people. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm moving to Atlanta in five days, so Ben, you're coming down with me to help me move in, so is Dorf, so it's going to be quite the road trip. It's going to be bananas. Yeah. I'm excited. Stopping in Chicago to get to go with Joe. It's gonna be it's gonna be quite a time for the boys. Yeah, gonna be, you know, remaking my life as a Southern man. So, I think yeah. we still have one more uh, spot open. You know, if anyone listening wants to theoretically in the car, theoretically we might be able to fit one more. Person. I mean, like, you, I'm assuming I guess the van. The well, van will have two seats. Well, like your U-Haul is gonna have a exactly. passenger seat, right? Exactly. Yeah. And like somebody come ride in the U-Haul with me. Well, right, though, so that's the issue, is that if we only have three, then someone will be alone yeah. at all times. Just fine, you know. That's why we, to get in the zone, you know. That's why we're bringing walkie-talkies. Yeah, exactly. Well, constant <laughs> communication. Well, Evan, I'm happy, I'm happy that you're working for the B-Words. Yeah. And it's good to... It's been a long time coming, you know. I think, when, did, <laughs> yeah. when, did, when did you first hear about this? Like, I originally got hired on Halloween of 2019. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, it's a long time like coming. Eighteen months later, probably more than that. So yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's been a minute, but here we are. Yeah. yeah, Ben, what's your update? I'm I'm substitute teaching. I'm in a I'm in a teaching licensure program. Uh, that got started a few months ago. Underway with that and coaching a little bit. Weather's getting nicer. So Ben, I think now that you're a teacher, and if you're doing that going forwards, you're gonna have summers off, which means that you're gonna have a lot of time to prepare for fantasy football <laughs> like an ungodly amount of time i'm gonna i'm gonna drive down to all the training camps that i possibly <laughs> can and and uncover all the little nuggets that i possibly can definitely no, the most efficient thing you could do yeah. i'm excited to not I, I i've been i've been a little ashamed over the years of how much i've cared about fantasy football 
and I, and I'm excited to finally let fantasy. I think I just allowed it to like after this year and previous years of disappointment. I think I'm finally just at the point where I just I've accepted that it's like no matter how hard you try, it doesn't matter. You see, and, I feel like I feel like we say this every year though, but then you get into it and you're like, I gotta get every advantage, you know, because it's just uh, it's yeah. part of the fun. Yeah, I think I think more what I mean by that is like I'm not gonna try to trade as much mm. because like because like it won't tra- quite be the perpetual motion machine because because trading takes a lot of time and effort. Yeah, you definitely expend a lot more time in season than I do, but it's that's almost entirely because of the trading stuff. Yeah, like I remember, for example, I remember driving up to East Grand Forks. And I remember getting, like, halfway there, and, uh, like, I stopped at, like, a Culver's in, like, Fargo or something for lunch, and I was texting with Tom at the time about uh, a fantasy trade, uh-huh. and so I did that, like, over... I, I definitely, like, didn't get back on the road as quickly as I should have, because I was texting Tom a bunch. And then I remember I was doing sense of stuff up in East Grand Forks, and then, like, one day, I was just in the middle of a gravel road, just in the middle of nowhere, like, an hour east of East Grand Forks, just the middle of nowhere. And that's where I made the trade with Henry, <laughs> where I traded Clyde Edwards-Alaire to Henry for And note for that whatever. both of these stories were before the season actually began. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that, now I'm thinking, like, what else, was, what else was I supposed to do up in East Grand Forks? That's a good point. That's a good um, point. But also, okay, other things. Shout out me. Um, census reapportionment. Yeah. Um, Minnesota kept its seats. Literally me doing that two week trip in East Grand Forks saved Minnesota a house seat. Yeah. So next time you're being represented, those of you who live in Minnesota, you can thank Ben. Yeah. I guess who gets represented? Who, I guess like, it's interesting to think about like, if hypothetically we would have had to downsize one, like who would have gotten fucked? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, like, right. everyone, theoretically, has slightly less voting power, right? Although, like... But we would have lost, yeah. like... Like, like, the, like, the Republicans own the... Have the state Senate, right? So well, like, so that's probably... not impacted by this, right? It's just the U.S. House that is related to that. Oh, yeah, it's the U.S. Yeah. House. So we would have gone from, oh, yeah. you know, what is it, eight districts to seven. seven. So they would have just... Everything would have been different. And they would have had to redraw the map and everything, so... Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, so that's that's kind of most of the thing that's new with me. Um, yeah, I'm teaching and coaching and in school, and then I also help save the democracy. Yeah, by working for the census, at least in this state and not in New York. Mm-hmm. Ben, are you ready for some mailbag questions? Yeah, yeah. Let's get them. Let's get them route. Let's get them routed off. <laughs> we we asked for some mailbag questions this morning, and and Henry sent us a bunch of really good ones, and Tim sent us a not very good one. So well, we're well, gonna so, cover them all. Well, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna <laughs> offer a. Tim's wasn't so much like a bad one, as much as it just like wasn't a question. <laughs> I think I think like the statement that he made. Do you want to talk about this one first? Let's just dive right yeah. into this one. Like, it, 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 oh, I forget what it was. What was it exactly? Uh, yeah, just read it. Let me, I gotta open up a different chat here. So I told Tim individually to text me back his thing in the, in the form of a question, but it's just on my phone and I don't want to touch my phone. Like, I don't... We're recording I, on Ben's phone. We're recording yeah. on my phone. Well, so Tim's original not question to Ben was, the playoff picture is not a true representation of the regular season. We need to reduce the number of teams and grant a bye week. I think he means number of teams in the playoffs, and then you'd have a bye week. Uh, but Tim, we, we know that you have this opinion, 
and we're aware. I think actually, like, at least I agree with this opinion that we should more incentivize teams to do well in the regular season than we currently do. But Tim, like, we're not the guys, you know? Like, you gotta, like, you gotta talk to Quinn. You gotta talk to Tom. You gotta talk to Tony. You gotta rally some votes. This is a, this is a, this is a good point. Can we bookmark the? Can we bookmark the word document that has uh, the the vote on it from the from the owners meeting? Who like I don't even like I I'm sure I, I never I, write down who votes what. Oh, uh, I can I can find you the totals. I think because um, I think I voted for Tim, but I also am kind of a loose cannon in these meetings, and yeah. I especially this year it was very loose cannon. Kick, so, kicker, so 16, kicker flex. Sixteen playoffs was one yes, eight no at the owners meeting this year. Six yes, eight no. One yes, eight no. We only had nine people actually. One, one yes, eight no for what again? For 16 playoffs. Oh, for 16 which is playoffs. What, which is what Tim has proposed. So Tim would have been the only one. Yes. Oh, 17 so. playoffs was five yes, four no. So that one hasn't even failed yet. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually gotten votes from a lot of people because I'm uh, slacking with my commissioner duties. So sorry about that, everyone. I guess I should say... Uh, you also slacked on... You said you were going to yeah. reach out to everyone about uh, what to do with week 17. I, I am going to. I, Keep in mind that I'm moving across the country <laughs> this that's, week. That's fair. <laughs> so I will get to it. Uh, we have lots of time to decide this before the season starts. But yeah, we're going to decide what to do with our 17th week that the NFL has uh, so uh, graciously bestowed upon us. But until then, we'll, it'll be up in the air. And who knows? We might get 17 playoffs this year. Uh, still up in the air. So that's that non-question. Henry sent us some questions that are actually interesting and fun. Uh, we got a few of them here. Ben, uh, let's start with what round does Jordan Love go in the draft? Based on what we know now, that's a good question. <laughs> it's funny because, like, by the time the draft rolls around, you know, it's going to be either the fifteenth round or the or like the or the, like the or like so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess so. The question is: so if the Packers trade Aaron Rodgers, they're not or, trading, Brandon. or he is otherwise not the quarterback if he just doesn't show up, which I think is yeah. If he holds out, like yo, know, if he holds, like the Packers are not yeah. going to trade him. Okay, so let's say you know, it's let's say it's August twenty fifth, and we're having our draft. The season starts in a week and a half. Aaron Rodgers has not showed up yet. Yeah, but he is still technically on the Packers. Do you think Jordan Love gets drafted? Absolutely. I don't know because do you think he would have fantasy value? Right? Cause Absolutely. Like, I'm not sure. As someone who I am the resident, don't care about a guy's passing ability if they can run. Mm-hmm. Person on this podcast, and uh, so he can run is what we're saying. Yeah, do I don't even know if that's true necessarily. I just know am he, I just racially profiling? He's a black quarterback, and it's kind of one of those things that's like everyone thought that Dwayne Haskins was fast, and then like he isn't. He's just black. Um, <laughs> well, I I've watched Dwayne Haskins play. He's a naff. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to look it up. But the thing here. is, like, even if Jordan Love did run in college, then it's going to be like, oh well, it was in the Mountain West. Uh, Jordan Love, not much of a rushing quarterback in college. His career high in rushing yardage was 175. So, oh, like, yeah. he probably can, but it doesn't seem like that's a huge part of his game. He's probably as much of a runner as Aaron Rodgers is, you know? Yeah. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers gets some sneaky value from Yeah, he's low-key a good runner. Yeah. So, I would say, I, I think personally, Jordan Love, even if, even if I thought he was going to be the starter, I'm probably not drafting that guy. I just, like, there's not... You know, like part of the thing Rodgers is complaining about, there's not that much talent on that offense outside of Aaron Rodgers, right? You got Devontae Adams, which is extremely helpful. (laughs) But like, you know, 
for a, you know a rookie level quarterback, a guy who's never played snaps before, and who you know I think most of us think isn't that good. <laughs> it's I don't know the fantasy value is risky there for sure. It's one of those things like if you just think of Jordan Love as like he's not quite a rookie because like he had a year to kind yeah of at least he knows the system yeah and yeah. I think I think like. There's some like there's some I draft that, I'd certainly draft him over some of the rookies who just got drafted. Right. Every yeah. everyone has value at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Like like if if Rodgers is sitting out and if Love is there and you're you're the top the top 10 15 quarterbacks went off the board yeah. and and you're looking at and you're looking at and you're looking at like Jordan Love or Baker or Joe Burrow. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I think I think you can or make like a, you're in kind of like the Matthew Stafford, could, like Jameis Winston tier. Because because jo- Jordan Love has much higher upside. That's than, than than total wild card than Joe Burrow, right? Like well, I don't know Burrow. Burrow's actually good, in my opinion. But like, he's got a lot more. Oh, upside did he get? Than like did a, he get hurt? Yeah, he got. Is that, so that's not as good of a. Like you, a you know what I'm trying to say though, Matthew like Stafford or Matt Ryan or Daniel Jones. Like the unknown aspect of Jordan Love is like. If he ends up being like a Justin Herbert esque player, like, yeah, then it's good. Then it's a good, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That'll be interesting. I think he's definitely fringe draftable if uh, if Rogers doesn't show up, which I anticipate Aaron Rodgers will be there. So let's so let's spin this back around one uh, more one other thing. So if Rodgers uh, has not reported uh, on August twenty fifth, where does Aaron Rodgers go in fantasy that's, drafts? That's a fun question because <laughs> uh, like he's he's definitely getting drafted. Uh, Unless we're like sure that he's not coming, um, yeah. But man, yeah, that would be tricky. I mean, because where does he go? Uh, where does he go normally? Like the fourth? Yeah, it's, it would be like fourth. Well, and he just won MVP, so it's probably higher than normal. So probably like third round this year. Yeah, if he's like in camp, I, I'm gonna say somebody picks him in like the fifth or sixth, right? Like Our somebody's guy. well, and you know, Joe's in the league. You know, I think it depends on how. Yeah, much. I think people. I think like it all depends on yeah. whether people think he's gonna show up. There's someone stupid in our league that would do it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, the benefits of that are high, right? Like, if he just shows up, like, two days after the draft, then, like, you've got Aaron Rodgers at a bargain price. Right. Um, That's a good point. Which is good. <laughs> so, that was a good question, Henry. Uh, we got another one here, also from Henry. <laughs> is there a top echelon of managers in the league? And if so, who is in? <laughs> kind of a sister question. He says, what's the best way to measure success in our league? Number of playoff berths, titles only, etc." Um, I'm going to say there is not a top tier. Really? Nah, I just thought it'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is funny that we've, we've never had a repeat champ. That is pretty so, wild, actually. Well, well, so we finished six seasons now, right? This is mm-hmm. season seven coming up. Well, so yeah. we'll be halfway through the league if we do it again this year. So Ooh, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Well, I know we were talking a bit earlier, Ben, about uh, separating the league into Blue Bloods and New Bloods. Do we want to do that? <laughs> Who are the Blue Bloods in our fantasy league? Um, so you're a blue blood. J- See, can I be a blue blood? I want a title. Well, okay. Jay is a blue blood. Jay is a blue blood. Jay okay. is a queer blue blood. Yeah. Right? Well, you're a blue blood. That that's that's. Oh God, I'm a blue here. blood. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely. Well, you won the first title. That's yeah. like the the classic way to get into blue blood status. Yeah, yeah. You and Jay, I think those are undeniable. Who else is good at fantasy? We, see, like, so we, think, we like to hate on Tim, but Tim's good at fantasy. Yeah, Tim is definitely blue blood. If, uh, even if he complains about the playoff, that just shows. That just shows he cares. Does. Like you need like <laughs> Tim is yeah. slowly like something I've noticed. Tim is like slowly taking over my league villain. <laughs> I've I have always just had league villain uh, just 
almost by default. And Tim is slowly making enemies. Yeah. And it's sure. very subtle. And I almost <laughs> I I almost didn't notice until like speaking about it just now. But like that's an interesting development to watch over um like the next year. Is yeah. like does Tim like absorb that um yeah, title, we'll see. title? I think especially if Tim uh if Tim has another season where he's like top of the league most of the year. And kind of just gets, you know, people really... Or if he makes a run at going undefeated, you know, if he's 8-0 or something yeah. like that. I think that could be a real boost to his villain credentials. Yeah, that, that'll be an interesting storyline to watch, for sure. And I think, like, you know, the last couple of seasons we've had uh, Tom and Quinn win championships, which I think we wouldn't have thought in year one. So right? they cannot be blue bloods, They're though, definitely right? new bloods. Those are some new bloods. For, for sure, yeah. Guys, yeah. guys who, you know, started out as you know not the most successful owners in the league and you know built up their programs they they learned how to win and you know basically the gonzagas of uh of our time if gonzaga had ever won a national title i guess yeah i'm trying to um quinn and tom are kind of like they're kind of like uh like a man city psg kind of like they're kind of like a new the new the new echelon of yeah they're, also, kind of, they're kind of plastic. I feel like we should we should uh, we should also vote on Ethan, who I think is the only title winner that we haven't mentioned in our conversation. Um, Tom Quinn, me, Jay. Wait, Jay won, right? Yeah, Jay won the yeah, second. Yeah, Jay won year. and Tim. Jay won. Yeah. Jay won the second year. Yeah, uh, or his his first year. Yeah, right? yeah, and then Tim. And then um, yeah, Tim and Ethan. So he's yeah, Ethan, Ethan, a blue blood or a new blood. I think Ethan. Ethan, I think Ethan is a, a, Ethan is a tricky one. I think he's a blue blood. Like I feel like Ethan is is consistently pretty relevant, and I think that's a good that's a good sign. It helps that he's a year older too. Like yeah. he's your he's like your grade, uh-huh, uh-huh. and so it helps that that helps your kind of blue blood kind of tradition. I agree. Yeah, you kind of have this like yeah we we have that extra year to build up our. Brains. You have like you yeah. have like this wisdom about you. Nineteen ninety four. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, there, it's settled. Uh, everyone else, we don't care. <laughs> you haven't won a title. So, uh, so, 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 that, that, so do we just care about titles? Is that it? I think that's not the only thing. Because like, you haven't won a title. So, right, you, so, mean, are you, so are you neither a blue blood nor a new blood? I don't think so. I'm just a, what is the other one? Like, a, just old, not old blood. It's You're just, the Indiana. I don't, I don't have any blood yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm just Indiana. Well, Indiana's won the titles. They're very long ago, right? Yeah, so it's tricky. I mean, like, it definitely matters to a certain extent. Like... Like we were saying with, you know, with Quinn and Tom, right? Like if they if they had won a bunch of regular season games in years one and two of the league, then I would consider them blue bloods, right? Even though they didn't win their title until years five and six. Yeah, it's just, it's just hard because like you you are a more you and um, well then like, like Henry like you like yeah like you and Henry and Andrew you're all just like consistently solid, but then you like it's hard because. Like, Quinn and Tom went from being, like, total dog shit <laughs> to, like, being really good and winning Schaefer Bowl. Yeah. And so it's, like, but if you, like, balanced, if you took, like, you know, like, a more, like, measured look at it, like, uh-huh. you know, like... Low-key, my team has kind of sucked for, like, three years now, so <laughs> don't mention it, but... <laughs> yeah, but I think I think that's a fair, a fair dividing of the guys who have won titles. Uh, all right, I've got one more question from Henry here. Uh, and it's a two-parter. He says, if we had to add one person to the league, who would it be? And if we had to cut someone, who would that be? This is a fun one. Yeah. So I think so. I think the adding, we have less options, right? Because we've talked about this as a league. Right? Yeah. We've talked about who we would add. I guess we've also talked about who we would cut. Who would you add? 
Well, so I mean, basically our options, unless we're thinking really outside of the box. Are, See, I knew you'd give an inside the box answer for this. Yeah. You're an inside so the, the box inside, guy. The inside the box options are Mitch, right? Right. We can't. Is that it? <laughs> well, I mean, so Evan, you got to think like a marketer. So like Henry asked this mailbag question, like if we were to add someone in the league, like who would it be? When Henry asks that question, like... He doesn't want us to say Mitch. He, he doesn't want us to say Mitch, right? Yeah, like boring. You know, like, that's yeah. boring. Like, he wants content. Okay. So, um, my answer is Eho. Eho. Yeah. I think Eho would be a good one to add to the league. Because Eho... Yeah, would be fun, yeah. So, t- two reasons. One... Three reasons. <laughs> one... Erin Aaron kind of knows sports. Yeah, she went to she, Notre Dame. She, she knows about football. Yeah, she, like, she like talks about sports and stuff. Two... Um, Moderna. Mm-hmm. You gotta get that, that Moderna, the Moderna train, yeah. Yeah, um, like if we added Aaron to the league, and if we like doubled our like league dues, Aaron <laughs> would be like, "This doesn't matter to me." Like, I got like a, I got like a five figure bonus because we developed the first COVID nineteen vaccine. So, um, mm-hmm. I forget what the third reason was. Good plan. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be good to have some gender diversity. You know, we're pretty. It's a pretty male-dominated league at the moment. Yeah, it would make us a little less sad. Like, it's a little, like, for, yeah. uh, for our new listeners, um, the, the, our league is currently all men. Yeah. Just, so, just in case anyone needed... Um, I was going to say, so maybe, maybe uh, an offshoot of this idea uh, about us not having any women is creating a team that is controlled by the girlfriends slash wives slash fiancés of the dudes in the league. That would be interesting. Joint control for, you know. That, that is interesting because we did, we, we spoke briefly a while back about joint control, Aaron, Maddie, Erica, Jenna, Megan. <laughs> yeah. Right. The problem we, with that being that Aaron is the only one. It would just can. be Aaron. Yeah. Which, so you might as well just cut out the middleman and just have it be Aaron. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And this is Middle probably women. true of, of the girlfriends, fiancés, wives of the league that like most of them probably don't want to join our fantasy league. But I like maybe the I- some of them do. I like the idea of like a, a wives of the league group chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely very necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So that's so that's a good answer to that question that we've definitely settled. Who is the person we would cut if we were gonna <laughs> add any of these uh, female teams? Oh man. I did not think enough about this one. Do you, I, have, do you I, have one? I feel Maybe, like I, Tony is the pretty obvious answer. He's the person who cares by far the least. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm going to trip Tony for uh, two years ago when we had our Schaefer Bowl fantasy draft at my house. Or at our house. At our house. At, with, with Tony. With Tony. <laughs> and Tony, instead of being like upstairs with his friends, just like went downstairs to play that city built city skylines for like the whole the whole time and it's like yeah it's like tony it's not about the draft it's about like hanging out i had i bought a whole i bought a whole case of beer for the well no that was for my other league because i'm commissioned evan i buy okay i want the record to show for my league for my college league that i'm commissioner of for draft day i buy a case of beer evan doesn't do that no comment i like to stay focused during draft day as much as it helps me i guess speaking of drafts ben you want to talk about the NFL draft? Was that all for the mailbag? That's all I got. That's all the questions. I thought some pretty good questions from Henry there. Big shout out to, yeah. to him. Thanks, Henry. Yeah. That was a good well, what the schneed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the draft. <laughs> <laughs> all right, should we start at number one? One one. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars select quarterback Trevor Lawrence. 
Clemson. This one was a real shocker. Um, yeah, definitely hadn't seen this one coming for like literally three years. Uh, I, I mean, this is a big, like, as far as fantasy uh, rookie quarterbacks go, like, it's hard to be productive as a rookie quarterback. Because, like, if you got drafted high up, your team is probably total ass, and you have no weapons on your offense, and you're a rookie, so you're kind of ass anyways. And if you didn't get drafted high up, you got drafted later in the first round, you're probably not going to start, or you're just not good enough to start. So it's kind of rare to see rookie QBs do really well. Trevor Lawrence is probably going to be an exception. I think everyone feels fairly confident that Trevor Lawrence will be a reasonable fantasy asset because you've got kind of that Blake Bortles mold of, like, the Jags are not going to play any defense. Lawrence is going to be throwing all the time, I think. And Trevor Lawrence is really good. (laughs) Where is Trevor Lawrence going to go? That's a good question. So I'm just looking at, I've got the athletics updated rankings up right now. They're getting QB 12. I like that. Which I think is fair. Like, yeah, I'll right, fuck with that. Right behind Tom Brady, right in front of Ryan Tannehill, which, like, yeah, yeah, I can see it. I like that. He's got upside to, like... Ooh, honestly, I like that. I like that. I like Tannehill, like, as a comparison. Because they're both, like... They're, like, he's, they're like both good athletes and... Yeah. So I, I think, think... I think if Lawrence ends up being, like, really good, like, he could be, like, a top-five quarterback. Like, he's yeah. going to be passing constantly in that offense. Yeah. They're going to be behind all the time. Um but then again, like maybe he kind of sucks and the offense is bad and he's like yeah. 20. So he's definitely high variance. That's an interesting guy to gamble on. Uh, yeah. I think, I if, think if he was your QB1, that's a risky. That's I, a risky. I, I assume that he's going to go up as we get closer and closer to the draft day. He'll, pro- be hyped, he'll, pro- sure. he'll probably go up to like QB8, QB9. Wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I want to talk about though is I'm so happy that Trevor Lawrence is going to the Jaguars and not the Jets. Yeah, mm-hmm, um, definitely. Something that we might be forgetting is that the Jets were zero and what zero and thirteen. Yeah. Um, and, and the Jaguars games, and the yeah. Jaguars won their first game of the season. The Jaguars won their first game of the season and then lost the rest. Um, and then, never forget that I almost placed a, a bet on the Jaguars to make the playoffs when they were one and zero, and then they proceeded to lose fifteen consecutive games. Uh, but man, like the Jets, like just had this number one pick in the bag, and then week fifteen they beat the Rams, and week sixteen they beat the Browns. Yeah, and and then they got the two pick. If they had just, if they had just been, do we know who had the tiebreaker? If it had just been, like, do they just do a coin flip or what's the? No, it's based on strength of record I think you think the schedule uh, or like your opponent I can't record. quite remember but I think it was the Jets had the tiebreaker so they would have gotten the first pick if they had just lost one of those two if I yeah. remember correctly yeah that's um, a tough tough break yeah it's tough but I mean like yeah like as as a, a sort of Jaguars fan I'm pretty stoked about Trevor Lawrence being there and like with Urban Meyer as a as a coach I guess we haven't really yeah. just been able to discuss that but who knows how that offense is going to operate like we haven't seen Urban well they're going to get Tim Tebow yeah, Tim Tebow playing tight end. We're getting, we're getting the band back together. Is Tim Tebow going to get drafted? In the panhandle. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Um, I will make sure of it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pumped for the Jags. I think it's going to be a fun offense on yeah. a bad team. Uh, I'm, so, I'm just so jacked. Like, as someone who is also sort of a Jags fan from that one season that they were good. Yeah, right. Uh, in, like, 2015? That was when we lived together. It was, like, 2017. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I also, like, the Jets are a dumpster fire, and everything <laughs> they touch turns to dog shit. Uh, <laughs> it's I'm definitely s- good that we got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so speaking of Jets being dysfunctional, yeah. what, what, uh, should we transition? Yeah, transition What What do we think the odds are that Zach Wilson is good? Um, so I mean, real life good? I don't know, to be honest. Is he like, better than Sam Darnold? Because uh, Sam Darnold... It would be hard to be worse. Sa- Sam Darnold was 
reasonably hyped coming out of college. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, there were definitely people on the Darnold bandwagon. Um, so, I mean, the plus, the plus side is that Zach Wilson won't be coached by Adam Gase. That, that is definitely... Oh, did they fire Gase? Yeah, yeah, it's Robert Sala now. Uh, who is a defensive guy, Yeah, uh, but, like, is very competent. <laughs> he was so, the like, Niners defensive coordinator, right? Yeah, yeah. I really like I really like him. I, th- I thought it was a really good hire. Um, I don't know how their offense is going to look, um, but, like, it can't be any worse of, like, an offensive situation than it has been the last couple of years in New York. So I think Wilson's got that going for him. So Zach Wilson played quarterback at BYU. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, I haven't seen these guys play. <laughs> I-, I didn't watch any BYU games last year. Uh he could be good. It's not going to be this year, especially for fantasy purposes. Like, there's no, there's no hope for this Jets offense in this season. So, I think you're, I, I would be highly surprised if he like spends any time on rosters this year outside of like bye week replacement guy. Um, but there's, I, there's hope for the future. I, I I've read some stuff that Zach Wilson is like a douchebag. Like a to- like not like a he's got not, the look not like not like a douchebag in like the normal pretty boy quarterback douchebag way, but I've re- I read that like uh, <laughs> I remember seeing that like some some sports writer was like yeah his uncle owns JetBlue and he's like a yeah. he's like a he's like a rich kid like spoiled brat like not a not a leader um, like parents are annoying. Uh, like kind of a thing, like no, no, no. I don't think he was a captain at BYU. That's a rough. Look. I I think that was like another like yeah. interesting thing. I love I love when that always becomes a storyline. Uh, Who wasn't wasn't a captain in college? But I think, but like the captain thing, it was like he only like really played. I don't think he was like the starter going into the season. Yeah, so I'm maybe. looking. I'm looking now. So yeah, it looks like he wasn't really the full time starter until this most recent year. Um, and he was very good. Yeah, Thirty three touchdowns, three interceptions this season. So at least he had that. Like, a lot of these guys who got drafted, like Jordan Love, for example, he got drafted last year, and you look at his stats, and they weren't even that good against bad competition. It's like, well... Um, but I think Zach Wilson has some. He has some upside. Like, it's possible. But for fantasy purposes of this season, like, who cares? Like, he's not going to do anything. Um, um, can we say one thing, though? Yeah. Uh, so I say all this about Zach Wilson. The best football game, college or NFL, that I watched in the 2020 season was that Coastal Carolina BYU game that was um, scheduled like five days before it happened. It was, Uh, it was like, it was like um, one of those two teams. Mullets versus Mormons. uh, Mullets versus Mormons. Uh, I I think it was like Coastal was going to play like Liberty or something. Didn't like somebody get COVID. And then Liberty got COVID, which like I think, like, cause that checks out, right? Liberty yeah, everyone, had, everyone who has ever been to Liberty University got COVID last uh, year. <laughs> and I, and then, and then they scheduled Co- uh, BYU. Yeah. Um, and BYU was like trying to find anyone to play that was any good, cause they had that undefeated season uh-huh. going, trying to get the playoff. Uh, yeah, rip. Uh, yeah. So I guess moving on down the line here, third pick, the Niners picked Trey Lance from North Dakota State. Uh, which is really interesting, right? So, like, the Niners traded up a while back to get this pick, and they give up a lot of assets. And then they wound up with the third-best quarterback in the draft, which is always kind of rough. You have, like, the third pick, but it's the third-best guy in that position. And, like, I have no idea if Trey Lance is going to be good in the NFL. Again, like, he played uh, one – or did he play – he didn't play at all this season, right? He played one game. One game? Okay. Yeah, it's like 
Well, <laughs> it just show, it just shows how important the quarterback position is. Yeah. And then like I mean this they what then they so they gave up first and third this year, first and third next year or something. It was something. Um yeah. and I just I like I I think it's fair. Like Garoppolo is clearly not the answer long term, right? And yeah. that I I I mean I think you're right. Like it, it Trey Lance, he could be bad, but I think it's worth the gamble. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it's just, that's just, it's just, it's crazy how, I mean, that's just, I mean, it just shows he got picked third. Like he, he was a quarterback at North Dakota state yeah. who had only has, he had one really, really, really good season against FCS competition. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't play any games. He played one game this year, goes third overall. Like that just shows how important the quarterback position is. Like it, cause if this, if, if, if Trey Lance is like a, a halfway decent starter level guy, like San Francisco has has the defense right, like they have the yeah, defense and the rest of their offense. Rest of their offense yeah. is really good. They got a great coach. You know, they got Kittle. So. Yeah, Hen- like Henry and I were talking a little bit about this. Like it's such a good if you're Trey Lance, you couldn't dream of a better landing spot because because you have you have good coaching. Shanahan's a good coach. You have a good offense. You have a good defense. Um, and Garoppolo is still going to be there to you know. Yeah. I I saw I I liked someone compared it to like. When Mahomes got drafted, the Chiefs had Alex Smith, and they, they played Alex Smith his whole rookie year, yeah. and kind of like gradually, you know, got Mahomes his feet under him, kind of. And mm-hmm. I think for for a guy like Trey Lance who hasn't played against you know top notch competition, I think if you're Trey Lance, I, you're so happy uh, that this is like how it yeah. played out. I think yeah, it's a um, good spot for him for sure. Um, I think for fantasy purposes, like this isn't the thing we need to care about this season. No, like, unless they name him the starter before our draft. Even, you just even assume... then, though, it's like... Oh, if he's the starter, I think you've got to draft him. Oh, I disagree. Because, like, the Niners' offense is so run-heavy. Like Running I mean, quarterbacks, like, though. Yeah, I guess. Like, like, Lance can run. That's not just me racially profiling. Yeah, Lance had 1,100 yards and 14 touchdowns. Yeah. is the one season of starting. So, like, Lance is absolutely going to get rushing yardage. But uh, I think, and we've seen this with Garoppolo in the last few mm-hmm. years, it was just, like, almost impossible for him to get enough pass attempts to, to generate points from that, right? It was, yeah. they just, like, never, ever pass. Um, and, you know, like, maybe a change in personnel, like, if, if Lance ends up being really good, like, they start passing more, yeah. and he's certainly going to get rushing value. He's going to be more valuable than Garoppolo was. But, yeah, but he will, he, will, he, he will help contribute to the rushing attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, la, a la Josh Allen's rookie season. Yeah. Josh Allen, when he was a rookie, he was a... Yeah. He was a trash passer, yeah. but it, it didn't matter because he was still – he finished what? I, I'm just pulling this out of my ass, but he, I think he finished like QB 13 yeah, or – Yeah, so, because all the rushing Because, yeah, he, and, yeah. and I mean in this San Francisco's offense, if Lance is the starter, I, I think – Yeah, it would be interesting to see I, he will, I will, like, I will personally make – if Trey Lance is named the starter before we draft, like – I will take Trey Lance. He's like, definitely yeah. a, good, uh, a good dart throw as yeah. a backup. Yeah, yeah, like if you've got like a – a Justin Herbert or like a Russell Wilson or Joe Burrow. somebody like yeah, yeah. like dra- draft someone somebody that who you're confident in as a starter. Then yeah, Trey Lance as a backup, fourteenth round or something. Yeah, like I don't hate it, but I'm gonna guess that he won't be starting right from the jump. But we'll see. Yeah, uh, I, I am Garoppolo. Who knows? It's yeah, like at least Garoppolo knows what he's doing, right? Like he's not gonna like kill your team. Yeah, you that's true. He, he, yeah, underrated underrated minutes. quality, not fucking up. Yeah. Um, okay, do we want to go? Do we want? Do we want to talk about Kyle Pitts a little bit? Yeah, like I, I actually, Kyle Pitts is to me the most interesting draft this, pick. This is of this, this is where I this is where I 
<laughs> we let the hair down. So, so with the fourth overall pick, uh, the Falcons pick Kyle Pitts, a tight end oh. from Florida. Uh, the the highest draft pick that has ever been used on a tight end. Uh, people keep using the word generational talent with Kyle Pitts, which I think is amazing. Um, <laughs> I, man, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where Kyle Pitts goes in fantasy. Like, it's going to be such an interesting thing because, as we know. Rookie rookie tight ends just are they cannot possibly be valuable in fantasy. Like never ever draft a rookie tight end. It's not gonna work. You have to give them a year. They all suck because nobody knows how to block. I guess when they come into the league, Kyle Pitts is going to get drafted. Right, because 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 no one's ever gotten picked this high before. Right, yeah, right. Uh-huh. It's like I, the only guy I can think of. Like I know Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis went like seven. Yeah, uh, I know the thing that people always mention is Jeremy Shockey. Like, Jeremy Shockey was really good as a rookie in, like, 2004 or something. Well, <laughs> like, Evan Engram was, was really like good. Evan, en- Evan Engram was Evan really Engram, good as a rookie. But, like, nobody saw that one coming. Like, I, no. he, I don't think he got drafted. If I remember correctly, I had him that year, and I picked him up in, like, week two. Um, oh, yeah, he definitely didn't get like, drafted. It's really tough to predict which of these guys will be good, but, like, Kyle Pitts seems like as good a bet as any. So, <laughs> looking at these rankings right now, the Athletic has him listed as tight end five. I mean, yeah, because Evan, we talk about every week during. We talk about every. What do we talk about every week, Evan? Tight end is what? Yeah. It's a barren wasteland. If I. Yeah, I guess. So the tight end rankings they've got right now, they've got Kelsey, Kittle, Andrews, Waller. Pretty clear top four, I think, in some some order. And then they've got Pitts. They've got TJ Hawkinson, Dallas Goddard, Robert Tunyon. I think five five is a perfect spot for him. I think I'd probably have him below maybe Hawkinson and Tunyon. Uh, But, like, otherwise, I don't hate it. Like,. I don't know that much about Kyle Pitts, and to be honest, his college numbers are not overwhelming. Like, they're good. So he played eight games last year, had 800 yards and 12 TDs. Like, that's that's very good. But it's not, like, you know, <laughs> like the best yeah. player of all time. And, like, yeah. I'm sure he's going to be good. Like, the, fourth, fourth pick overall. The only time. thing I know about Kyle Pitts is... Um, during the college football season, when we were really into Cincinnati, because obviously, uh-huh. I or, or it was just like it was getting towards like conference championship time, and and t- and people were doing speculation on bowl games. Kyle Pitts got injured, and I didn't know. I had no no under. I, I had no knowledge of Kyle Pitts at this point in time. Mm-hmm. I I had never heard of this guy before. I don't really follow like SEC football. Yeah. Um, and I remember like the people were talking about like where each team was going to go, like New, Year, New Year's Six, bowl games, college football playoff. And people were, like, some people were speculating, like, oh, are Florida's, like, one or two losses that they had when Kyle Pitts was hurt, are they going to get discounted? Or, like, is the committee or whatever, are they going to give them some, 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 uh, some grace, some leniency because Kyle Pitts was injured? Yeah. And I remember seeing these headlines, these articles, and I'm like, they're, they're fucking tight end. Yeah, like, like he's just oh, a tight end. We, we, like, talked about the, we talked about this in our group chat, I remember. Like, yeah. like, we're like, oh, what's next? Like, your fucking kicker is hurt, and so then, like, you fucking discount the, the losses because your kicker was hurt. Like, I, 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 just, I, didn't yeah. real, I didn't realize that Kyle Pitts was this. He was their best player. <laughs> yeah. I didn't re- I, yeah, I, I just saw, like, oh, like, their tight end was hurt. They're going to discount it. And I, I just remember being like, what? No, that'd be fucking dumb. Yeah. But now that I see that he went fourth overall in the draft, I'm like, Fair, because um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think we all just had like we all just had um, tunnel vision of like what negatively impacts Cincinnati, and I think <laughs> yeah. like I think when we saw like oh Florida's gonna get the playoff over Cincinnati because Kyle Pitts was hurt, we were all like pissed off. But 
Yeah. Now, so, now I, I'm thinking maybe it was fair. I guess like another thing that Pitts has going for him, you know, the Atlanta offense, you know, has had its struggles, but I think fantasy wise is still definitely a good option for a rookie, right? Like, um, and I haven't always used tight ends super well, but even like last year, Hayden Hurst was like tight end 13 or something like that. And like Kyle Pitts is better than Hayden Hurst. So I mean, there's definitely room there in that offense. You've got Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and Matt Ryan's throwing you the ball. Like, like he's going to score points. So don't yeah. we kind of do this every year with Atlanta though? Didn't we do this with Austin Hooper when he was in Atlanta? Didn't well, we- yeah, but Austin Hooper was like tight end too. He's finally here in Atlanta. He <laughs> was really good. Um, so like, but did it, we? But did, did but like, did we expect it? Right? Like, I, like yeah, I, it's one of those offenses where like people are always like, oh, that t- uh, like the tight end is going to do something, and that hasn't always been the case. I will say too, it's a different coaching staff, so like maybe this is all out the window. But yeah, fair. Um, I'm I'm really interested to see where Pitts goes because yeah, the rookie like a, a super relevant rookie tight end just never happens in fantasy. It'll be very interesting. Yeah, Pitts is the most. I I was kind of focusing on the quarterbacks and the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, obviously the four quarterbacks that got picked, or I guess, I forgot about Mac Jones. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I was thinking about the quarterbacks and the wide receivers, but Kyle Pitts, it'll be interesting to see where he gets drafted. Yeah. Because everyone needs a tight end, right? Yeah. And, you know, and and people do the thing where they try to fill out their starting lineup before they go to their... Yeah. Uh, like, tight ends end up getting... Or, like, auto-draft. You get that six-round run. Someone is absolutely going to... So this is totally what's going to happen. Someone's going to auto-draft Kyle Pitts in, like, the... Like fifth round, fifth round or something, and he's gonna be unbelievable, <laughs> yeah. and they're gonna win Schaefer Ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about some wide receivers then. So we had our wide receiver run. I don't know if you want to lump some of these guys together because I feel like they're all sort of in the same boat, like these SEC wide receivers. Yeah, we can definitely lump the Bama guys together because we we were talking about the the Alabama wide receivers before we went on air. Yeah, um, and we have Jamar Chase from LSU. Also in this range, so yeah, how do we, we want to? We can lump these three together. All right, so yeah, fifth overall was Jamar Chase from LSU to the Bengals. Um, Gets reunited with who? With Joe Burrow. Isn't that interesting? And then uh, Jalen Waddle. Uh, Alabama wide receiver gets reunited with his college quarterback, uh, or one of his college quarterbacks, Tua Tagovailoa in Miami. And then uh, Devontae Smith gets drafted 10th overall, also Bama wide receiver, obviously the Heisman winner this year, gets reunited with one of his college quarterbacks in Jalen Hurts. So, which <laughs> just was a lot of, super fun. Just I, a lot of reunions. And, and we're going to talk about Travis Etienne later too, so that happened for yeah. him as well. So it's really weird that that happened in so many different ways in this first round. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of hype behind all three of these guys. Um, I'm I, excited to see how they all do. I think it's funny because they were all these were, these were all like reunions, but I think they were all good picks. Like I think the Eagles needed a wide receiver, the Bengals needed help at wide receiver, and who was less Miami? They need help at yeah, all, Miami definitely. Miami, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, they all struggled at wide receiver last year. So mm-hmm. I think this was I think it was it was it was kind of convenient that it all kind of worked out. So I actually think if we're going to start with Jamar Chase, who got drafted the first of these guys, I think the Bengals needed one the least of these three teams. Because, uh, I mean, the Bengals do have – they have T. Higgins, they have Tyler Boyd. Like, you know, both those guys are, are, are fine. And I think they still have A.J. Green, or did he leave? Did he go somewhere? A.J. Green doesn't matter. Yeah. We have to say goodbye. Rest in peace. Should we rest in peace, A.J. Green? Do, uh, do we well, re- A.J. Green now plays for the Cardinals, so especially rest in peace in this Bengals Why coverage. Why is he on the Cardinals? God, yeah, there you go. So, I mean – Speaking of the Cardinals, before I forget – uh, actually, never mind. We can talk about this later. Keep yeah. going. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see. I think Jamar Chase is going to get drafted for fantasy after these two other guys, I would imagine, just because 
uh, of the competition in the wide receiver room there. But I can definitely see him, you know, being successful because, um, you know, he might just be better than T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Um, but a lot of miles to feed in Cincinnati. They will Tower, Tower Boyd is more of an intermediate route guy. Yeah. Right, right, like, I, don't, I didn't watch much Cincinnati last year, and I also didn't have T. Higgins. But I know T. Higgins was good. But Jamar Chase is more of a, like, he can beat you down the field. Yeah, I, think like, I, I guess he's the top five wide receiver. He got picked, what, fifth overall? Six fifth, yeah. Uh-huh. So I guess like he better be able to run every route yeah, kind of a uh-huh. thing. But um, like Tower Boyd's not like a deep threat. Yeah, I would imagine um, it's going to be Boyd out of the slot, and then it'll be chasing Higgins outside. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I mean, like, they're going to throw. It's going like, to throw. It's going to be a fun offense. Who's their running back again? Um, their main Joe one? Mixon, yeah, 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 yeah. Joe so, Mixon, and yeah, Mixon's talented. So like, it's, yeah, it's gonna be a fun offense and a really bad defense, I would assume again. So, as always, uh, I'm excited Is, to see how Chase does. Did Joe Burrow tear his ACL? What happened with him again? Yeah, I think it was an ACL. So hopefully he's. Hopefully. Yeah, I wonder if he's gonna miss training camp or something. But who's their? Do you know what their who their backup is? Oh God! It I was, was Ryan Lindley last year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean they better like. I assume they classic all these teams having shitty backups. Yeah, I, I mean I guess when you're a team at that level, it's like the Bengals were going to be bad anyways. Like you don't need to invest in a backup when you were already. Uh, Brandon suck. Allen is their backup right now. Nice. Wasn't is he, he? He didn't kind of, suck. Last yeah, time, yeah, but, he's uh, not awful. Yeah, he's not terrible. Um, or no, I'm thinking of Kyle Allen. Yeah, yeah, but Brandon Allen isn't Brandon Allen. Bad? He might have been kind of bad. I don't Let's see. Um, <laughs> uh, he's... Uh, oh, these are his college stats. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, he's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he's bad. All right, moving he, on to the two Bama guys. Ben, I know you've got a bone to pick here with, with the NFL at large. Um, yeah, my bone... Thank you, Evan. Thank you for putting that on a tee for me. Uh, my, my, my qualm is that... This fucking Waddle dude went before Devonta Smith. And it just is like, it just is classic fart sniffing professional sports scouts just like thinking they're so fucking smart and just like they're like shit doesn't stink and I, I, I'm sick of this shit. Like, Devonta Smith, oh, Devonta Smith is too small. Like, like the guy outperformed last year, outperformed Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs on the same team. Judy and Ruggs went top 15 in the... Judy went 15 last year. Ruggs went 12. He outperformed them, he outperformed them last year. Came back. Won the Heisman. And he goes, he, goes 10 to, he goes 10 to Philadelphia. And Waddle went 6 to Miami. Uh, I, don't know, I, don't, I, I don't know how Miami... Unless you made the good point, Evan. Uh-huh. I'll, let you, I'll let you say your point. What if Tua... You said, like... What yeah, if, what if Tua liked Waddle better? Because yeah. I, I can certainly imagine that, you know, the Dolphins were considering picking, you know, probably they were going to take a wide receiver. They're picking yeah. between Chase and Waddle and Smith. It turns out Chase isn't available, so they're down to yeah. Waddle and Smith. They talked to Tua about this. I don't think 100%. this take is not as outlandish as you would think. I, like, uh, if, if, like, what are the odds that a team picking there, like, you need a wide receiver. You literally... Yeah. And you, you have li- two guys from you, the same school. You literally have the quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, you literally yeah. had a quarterback from, like, played with these guys. Like, yeah. If 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 Tua had like banged on the you know table for Devonta Smith, they probably pick Smith. Yeah, probably right? right. And so maybe he did that with Waddle. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's entirely possible, or at least he indicated a preference. So yeah, but yeah. then you also pointed out, Evan, that everyone's like, oh, like Devonta Smith, like you're too small. Uh, like he he's like. He's like he, everyone. Everyone shits on Devonta Smith because he's, he's only one seventy five. He's taller than Jim but Donald. but like so like he's 
Devonta Smith is 6'1", 175, according to his Wikipedia. Jalen Waddle's 5'10", 182. Yeah. It's like, I guess so it's that like, means yeah, you, at least that Waddle is more sturdily built, whereas, like, Smith is just really skinny. So I think you look at Smith and you're like, oh, this doesn't seem like he could, like, make it in the NFL. He's just, like, rail thin, you know? Um, it's just like, but this, like, this kind of shit, it, like, it happens in basketball all the time. It's just like, got, like, scouts just, like, they, they, they just look too much at this kind of shit sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, you have a guy, like, God, just like looking at, looking at Devonta Smith's, uh, like, stats from these two years at Alabama. Yeah, it's like, pretty insane. Just I mean, like, he put up 1,900 yards and 23 touchdowns last year. Like 1,900 yards, 23 touchdowns. And then the year before, when you had Judy and Ruggs there, he still had 1,200 yards and 14 touchdowns. Yeah. Like, man, it's just, it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you like first non-quarterback to win the Heisman in how long. And it's just like, man, I I don't know how, I don't know how you don't pick that guy at like six. Yeah. I mean, so I think for fantasy purposes, I'm definitely more excited about Devontae Smith this season. Um, Just in terms of like what the Eagles have in uh, for wide receivers right now, like they had nobody for wide receiver last year. They were like relying on Travis Fulgham, just like a random guy, essentially. He might have gone undrafted, I think. Um, so I think in terms of opportunity, Devontae Smith is going to have it. Um, you know, of course, working with Jalen Hurts as like the full time QB now, that'll be interesting. But I think, I think he's definitely um, a better fantasy asset than Jalen Waddle for this season. Yeah. Um, who are Miami's other. Uh, they've got Devontae Parker. They still have um, Jarvis Landry. No, Browns. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like there's one other guy I'm forgetting. Didn't they draft a wide receiver last Something year? Something Williams? Uh, Preston, Preston, Preston Williams. Williams. Yeah, he got hurt last year. He's kind of good. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, um, he's, he's yeah like, I mean, Devontae Parker is good. Um, so, I mean, there's more competition for Waddle. It's not a ton of competition. Like, he's going to be relevant for fantasy. I wonder if 5'10", do you get kind of pigeonholed in the slot at that point? He's going to do slot, yeah, for sure. So... Um, oh, you want to keep, so, keep moving oh, here? Okay. All right. Uh, next yeah. one's exciting. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, let's, yeah, let's keep going. So the Bears trade up uh, to the 11th pick and finally get a quarterback who hopefully doesn't suck. Uh, they drafted Justin Fields from Ohio State. I love this pick. I, I love this pick, too. Yeah. Like, I, I remain kind of baffled as to, like, Justin Fields falling to 11th. Like, yeah. at, at least, at least in my mind, was the second-best quarterback in this draft behind Trevor yeah. Lawrence. Like, I think he, I think the Jets should have taken him number two. Like he's awesome. Like he's so so good, and you know proved it against top competition in college, and proved it well hurt in the college football playoff. Like, like Duke can play, um, and I I don't really get why everyone just kind of threw up their hands and stuff like oh Justin Fields he's not any good. It's like yeah, I mean watch the tape. He's a good quarterback. So I think Chicago is maybe not. Uh, the most ideal landing place for any quarterback. I mean, we've got yeah. 50 years of them yeah. never having a good one. But so. but again, it just shows how important quarterback is. Like, I mean, you got to – the the Bears, the – I mean, uh, I forget who the GM is. Ryan Pace. Um, I mean, him and, him and Nagy, like, the, the seat's getting warm. Yeah, it's definitely uh, warm. <laughs> the seat's getting warm for those guys, and they needed – they needed to do this. They they yeah. could they could not have gone into the next season. Um, they have Foles, right? Yeah, they still have. Uh, well, I think Trubisky. they actually got rid of Foles, didn't they? And they still have Trubisky. Oh, they have. Is it Dalton? 
They have Dalton now. Ugh, so many, so many mediocre. <laughs> so they do still yeah. have Foles. Yeah. Oh, do they have Foles? They, they got Dalton. I just Googled Dalton. They got them both? Yeah. Nice. Nice. So I, w- I would assume that they'll cut Foles at some point here. Um, and then keep Dalton on. So maybe Fields doesn't start the year as the starter, uh, which would obviously ding the fantasy value. Because I think Fields will have fantasy value once he starts at least some. Because he's another one of those guys who's going to get rushing value. Um, and, you know, he's got some some good players on that offense. David Montgomery had a nice year last year, and Allen Robinson is really good. Um, so I would be I would be excited to see how he plays. I sure. did not. I did <laughs> I did not know that Trubisky was on the Bills. He's on the Bills now? Did you know that? What? Yeah, Trubisky, this, this, is like, this is like a month and a half ago. Wow. <laughs> I, I kind of figured he was not on the Bills anymore, but I didn't know Bills. Wow, that's... On March 18th, he signed a one-year deal with the Bills. A one-year deal, wow. How, yeah. how, how far the mighty have fallen. Uh, uh, I mean, getting paid two and a half... Mill to I'm sure he's holy clipboard. I think he'll be all right. But, um, uh, but yeah, Justin Fields. Uh, what do What do you think fantasy wise? Are we excited? Are we kind of lukewarm? Ah, uh, 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 <laughs> sounds lukewarm. You, you got Dalton there. You got Foles there. Who? I mean, one of those guys is not going to make it through training camp, right? One of those two established uh, guys. They're going to cut one of them. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like they're on the team right now. <laughs> uh, they're gonna they're gonna move some guys around. There's no way that they're gonna have Fields taking snaps with the third team in training camp. Well, they would just make Foles or Dalton do that. <laughs> Maybe that, at that point you might as well cut them. Yeah, I I don't, I don't know. We already got them. Fields will play at some point. This they're they're already think, paying Foles a bunch pretty, of money. We're pretty certain about that. Yeah, yeah. I think Fields is interesting, man. Because um, they got some good Allen Robinson, like you said, Darnell Mooney. They got some good pieces there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and Nagy is like an offensive coach. People forget because like their offense is usually ass because Mitch Trubisky is the QB and their defense is awesome. But like he was, you know, with the Chiefs before he got that job. And at least the first year he was there, their offense was super fun and innovative and like made like Trubisky look not terrible, which like was quite an achievement as we, as we learned. So I'll be interested yeah. to see if they can like magic up like a really fun offense uh, once Fields get the starting job. So, um, can Fields run or am I just racially? Yeah, he can. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, we've got one, one more QB in here, man. Are you ready? Mac Jones. Mac Jones, Alabama's quarterback. I feel like everyone kind of, so Mac, jo- so Mac Jones goes 15 to new England. Yeah, I mean, not relevant for fantasy, I would assume. Maybe like maybe, I guess. He could start. So uh, the, the Pats still have Cam Newton. I I'm going um, I'm a little more nervous about this than you are, Evan. I re- really? I, I remember Really. Mac Jones just seems like a Tom Brady to me. He he so just I think, he just he's like he's just a fucking he's you get all these so we have all these running quarterbacks now, right? Uh, and now you just get fucking Mac Jones doing his like fucking rinky dink, go through his progressions, like <laughs> Throw the ball or take a sack, and and I just I have a bad feeling. I have a bad I have a bad feeling that that we drafted all these people. If if New England, if anyone except New England had picked this guy, <laughs> like I I just I have it I it, it gives me pause. I just I'm nervous. I'm nervous that I, I remember I had this memory of you last year when we talked about Cam Newton going to the Pats. You said something along the lines of all we had to do to prevent the Patriots from continuing their dynasty 
was for one of the other 31 teams to sign Cam Newton. Uh-huh. That's all we had to do. And now I'm having the same feeling. Like, all we had to do was for someone else to pick Mac Jones. Well, you see, Ben, and, uh, by your story there, I was wrong. Like, Cam Newton, as it turns out, was not the key to the Patriots, right? Right. Well, and that's why, and that's why they're picking 15. That's why they got yeah, Mac. Yeah, exactly. And that's why they, they had to pick well, that's why they got, well, that's why they got Mac Jones. So, I, I'm ner- I'm. Yeah, I'm I will say... Least, I, I think Mac Jones is going to be the greatest quarterback of all time, right? <laughs> so that may be true, but I think at least for this year, for fantasy purposes, I can't really imagine him being useful in any way. I mean, because what we saw last year out of the Pats offense was atrocious. I mean, it was so bad. and like I don't know any Patriots wide receivers. So they did sign guys, I know. Um, Brandon LaFell? <laughs> I think Brandon LaFell is long gone. But I, I do know that they, they made some moves, so it's not going to be like as desperate as it has been. Um, but like, man, oh man, they, it just like don't have a ton of talent. Um, let, let me get the thing. So they signed, uh, they went the classic, classic Patriots. They signed two tight ends. They got Hunter Henry and John o. Smith. Oh yeah. This is when the Patriots um, were signing everyone. Yeah. And they also, uh, at wide receiver, got Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. So it's like, they're up to something. All of these guys, they're up to something. All of these guys are fine, but it's like, and I mean, Hunter Henry is good, I would say. Um, but like, it's not an awesome supporting cast still. It, it's an acceptable supporting cast. It's not, like, the worst offensive uh, crew in the league like they were last year. But, I mean, like, Cam Newton had, like, two passing touchdowns last year or something ridiculous. Like, Do we think Cam's going to start or do we think Mac Jones is going to start? Cam is definitely starting at the beginning of the year, I think. Okay. I, I have a hard time seeing that not happening. Unless he's hurt, which is entirely possible. Um, Mac Jones is more of a, like, a, the if you want to go with, like, a narrative street kind of thing, like... Belichick was coaching Tom Brady for 20 years, and Cam Newton's a totally different player. Jones is Ma- Mac, Jones, Mac Jones is much more yeah. along the Tom Brady line than Cam is, and it might be just like more comfortable for Belichick to coach yeah. that kind of an offense. That's definitely possible, yeah. And like, like we said, they do have some more talent this year. So, I mean, I'm going to guess that he plays some this year, but I, I think almost certainly Cam will start the season as the quarterback. So... We'll see how it goes. I mean, like you're not drafting Mac Jones, I think. Even if he no, I don't think I don't think you are either. So, um, what's the what's the upside? Right, right. exactly. He, like he it. might he might he might not start. Uh, he I feel he, like best he, case scenario, yeah. he's like QB fifteen. Well, yeah. Season. He well he he might not start, yeah. and when he does start, he can't. He doesn't have that rushing floor. Yeah. And and his supporting cast is just average. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't see it for Mac Jones this year, but. All right, moving on down the line here. Do you have any thoughts on Kadarius Tony going to the Giants? Who is that? I've never heard of this person before. I'm just looking at skill, skill <laughs> position guys who got drafted in the first round. So I can see here from ESPN that he is a slot receiver who will now be playing on the Giants, and he went to Florida. So um, what do I have on here? I don't have that much. Um, so for the rest of the first round, this is what this is what I got. I got we've got the two running backs that I, I, I got. Sh- I got shout out Northwestern for having two first round picks. Yes. Um, yeah. Kind of, kind of random. Go cats. Um, I might. I'm if the Gophers are bad next year, I might. Northwestern. I might pivot to Northwestern. Yeah. Chicago's Big Ten team. Yeah. Um, Northwestern football. Um, yeah, so Vi- I mean, Vikings probably would have picked that one guy if he had been there. Yeah, but oh well, rip. Yeah, so I want to talk about the two running backs who went um, 24th and 25th. Uh, Nachi Harris from Alabama yeah. goes to Pittsburgh, and uh, the Jags get Trevor Lawrence's college teammate Travis Etienne. Uh, let's I start. Mean, let's start with Harris. Yeah, so let's start with Harris. So. Um, I I like this pick from Pittsburgh. I do too. Um, you, you could you could definitely say like, oh, first round running back, don't do it. But James Conner was ass last year. Conner's gone. 
Um, he's in Arizona now, right? Also in Arizona. Man, everyone's going. Yeah, to Arizona. Everyone winds up in Arizona. The yeah. retire, or they're getting an early start on retirement. <laughs> um, uh, I, Harris is like I watched. You know, obviously, like everyone else, I watched a little bit of Alabama last year just because you had to. Yeah, they're um, insane. They're on. They're on prime time all the time. Yeah. Um, Harris is like a he. He, he he's a bruiser. Yeah, he, he's he, a big dude. He like he's very Pittsburghy to me. Yeah, I like it I, definitely I, fits. I like I like it because it fits the 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 Pittsburgh aesthetic. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't I don't really know much about, especially given I mean, given that he's basically the only running back they have of any note. Like he's going to be a like a big fantasy asset. Like he's gonna go in like the second round. Yeah, this is interesting. Uh, where where does Najee like where, first, where does Najee like, Harris go? Because you can imagine the they, last got, they got just got Benny Snell, right? Yeah, he's a good cha- he's a good change of pace guy, but he's not gonna. Yeah, it's like they're gonna work. Like, they're gonna work Harris. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about where, that. Where does your where does Athletic have Harris going? Um, or like on their big board or whatever. They've got him running back eleven. I'd be eleven. Second round. So that, yes. I mean, you can imagine the last couple of years. If you had told me that James Conner would be healthy the whole season, he would have been a first round pick, right? Like end of the first round. Yeah. So like you know, if you're thinking like Najee Harris is like probably just as good as James Conner, and like in that offense, um, Roethlisberger's coming back, right? Is that official? Um, Otherwise, yeah, got he's, got, he's got to come back. But uh, I'm kind of surprised Pittsburgh um, didn't draft a quarterback. I am too because they uh, don't seem at, to have a plan. At least in the same vein as like in in the in the was it the third round that Tr- Trask went and then the Vikings Trask was like late second round and yeah. then the Vikings picked that one guy Kellen Mond yeah Kellen Mond and then one other quarterback went the Stanford Mills Davis Mills M- to the Texans yeah, yeah they all he, went who might start <laughs> they all they all went kind of in the same clump right yeah mm-hmm. I I'm surprised that Pittsburgh. I, I li- not to get too far ahead of where we're at right now, but I liked I liked the Vikings picking a quarterback in the third just because it was like a little bit of a hedge, like on cousin. Yeah. You know, you didn't you, you didn't need to pick a guy in the first round, but like you know, just pick pick a guy in like the third and give Cousins a little bit of competition, and maybe you know Cousins sucks dick, and then you have someone to pivot to. But if if Ro- Roethlisberger is bad, then. You play Dwayne Haskins or hurt, like he's almost certainly going to be hurt. Right, I, I, I he just, always I, is. I, I, you need to be. I think Pittsburgh. I think there's, you need to be more proactive. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like it seems like it. it just seems like they're waiting. Like, and wasn't Roethlisberger hurt? A, wasn't he hurt a bunch last I mean, year? They looked kind of washed. Yeah, to, by the end of the year, for sure. So. I just, I that's so. I say all that. Say that's something that concerns me about Najee Harris is that if yeah. Roethlisberger is bad. Or gets hurt, and you play Dwayne Haskins or Mason Rudolph, like that offense, like it doesn't matter how good Najee Harris is if if the quarterback is yeah. bad. I mean, I can't For think sure. of a good but we've seen that in fantasy where you have uh, if an offense is bad, it's just it doesn't matter. Definitely. Um, yeah, but I think at least the upside is definitely there for Harris. Like that could be a pretty good offense, and he's going to be the bell cow. Um, and the Steelers have always used the running backs that way too. They've never been one to really split the pie. That's a good point. So uh, Do we want to talk about these other guys on the Steelers? Just that they picked that have fun names. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so they pick. Uh, where do you think Pat Fryermuth goes in drafts this year? Not gonna get drafted. Uh, tight end, rookie tight end. Tight end. <laughs> I would pick. I'll say this: if I get guyed in fantasy with tight end, I, I'll pick Fryermuth instead of. Uh, God, who is the. Who is the tenth best tight end that is projected right now? Give me the give me the number ten tight end on Logan Thomas. Oh God, yeah, I'm not picking Logan. Number Thomas. fourteen is Irv Smith. 
yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Frymouth um, is best known for playing for Penn State when the Gophers uh, beat Penn State that yeah. one time. Remember? Uh, I remember, yeah. And then the other, the other good named Steelers draft pick. Oh yeah, another Big Ten guy, Isaiah Loudermilk. Loudermilk. That's such a good name. <laughs> Great name. Um, yeah. So I want to talk briefly to you about Etienne going to the Jags. This was a weird pick for me. I don't really get why the Jags were spending a late first round pick on a running back when they like literally just had an incredible season from an undrafted free agent running back in James Robinson. Like, I don't get it. Like, like what is the hole you're trying to fill here? Like, you're the Jags. You have plenty of holes. <laughs> like, this wasn't one of your needs. I, I didn't understand it. They're probably like, yo, Trevor, who do, you, yeah. who do you want? Yeah, just a favor for him. But, I mean, that also means that this is kind of a tricky fantasy situation because, like, Etienne... Yeah, it sucks. It, this pedigree. It, it's it, this sucks for fantasy. Yeah. Like it, it, you, you had. There are very few backfields in the NFL right now where it's like, oh, this is clearly the guy. Uh-huh. And that was like, it was so fun to have James Robinson on my team last year because like you knew every week you're so getting touches. You you knew that every week you were getting at least ten points. Yeah. You like you just, you could just write it in Sharpie every week you're getting at least ten points from James Robinson and like now. Now it's ruined. I'll be interested to see what they do. So, so either Urban Meyer and the new coaching staff are planning on doing like a pretty even split and just having fresh guys all the time, or they just really didn't like James Robinson when they watched tape and they decided that they want Etienne instead. And I have no idea which of those two it is. I guess we'll probably find out in training camp when we see how much work Robinson is getting. Yeah, well, it's bad for Rob. Like, you don't draft a guy in the first round and not use him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Etienne. I haven't. I, I don't watch Etienne's a lot of. I don't watch a lot of Clemson. I like. For, I, for some reason, I think I just. When you talk about nationally televised, like. Oh, because I mean they just blow everyone out in the ACC. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to think. Like, I happen yeah. to watch a lot more Alabama. I, not even from like any intention, but I think I just ended up just happened to watch more Alabama last year than Clemson, mm-hmm. which I think makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean I'm, Etienne is really good. I mean, he was like their starter for three years. Like. He, he's very good, uh, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, so the last skill position guy that could draft it in the first round, our boy, yes. Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. Uh, rowing the our, boat all the son. way to Baltimore. Our um, son. I will say, so I think this is a good fit for Bateman regular football-wise, but not for fantasy. Uh, I would agree with that. Baltimore's passing offense, as we know, is, is pretty low volume. They well, they needed the they needed they needed help at wide receiver. Yeah, definitely. They, uh, yeah, this they, is like this is a good pick. They've had them. some interesting pieces at wide receiver, like Hollywood Brown, um, and those types. But he was bad. Yeah, like, like he wasn't good last year. And maybe um, you could blame. I, it's like, do you blame Lamar Jackson? Do you blame yeah. Hollywood? Brown? So the Ravens last year, I'm seeing now they had the fewest receiving yards from the wide receiver position, which is not surprising because they rarely pass the ball, and most of the wide receivers aren't very good. And, you know, when they do pass the ball, they give it to Mark Andrews at tight end a lot um, and to their running backs. So, I mean, it's not going to be a high-volume offense, which is going to limit Bateman's fantasy ceiling. But, um, and, you know, he's a rookie. He's, you know, going to be going to be learning. And he's not quite at that top level of, like, Chase and Waddle and Smith. Um, but I think, you know, he's going to be floating around the bottom of fantasy rosters all season, I would imagine. I'm looking at this wide receiver depth chart right now, and... Uh... I, and I'm definitely wearing gopher goggles right now, but, like, you got Hollywood Brown, who was kind of low-key trash last year, but and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Sammy Watkins. Don't, Sammy Watkins. Don't, don't give me, don't, don't, don't give me any. <laughs> Sammy Watkins hype train, year seven. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, um, like, I, 
if Hollywood Brown doesn't turn it around. Yeah, I mean, or, I think uh, it's entirely there, there, possible. He could be the he could be the one. Yeah, I just don't know if that's even that valuable in this offense, right? Because like, but Brown, was, Brown was the was the wide receiver one on their team last year, and he wasn't very useful, right? So, so I guess I guess where 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 are we at with like where where Bateman's going to go in fantasy drafts? Because uh, if, if you're telling yeah. me like if a guy is a if the guy has a shot to be the one on a team, like if Hollywood Brown like Hollywood Brown wasn't good last year, like no. If he, he what 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 so this one I'm looking at right now, uh, and I will say this feels low to me, but this one has him as wide receiver seventy one, so like not drafted. Um, which I think that's too low. I think he's gonna go like twelfth round or something. Like it's just like it's gonna be hard to project him being super useful out of the gate. Um, but uh, especially as a rookie in a low volume offense, but I mean, there's definitely a chance that he leaves that team in receiving at, at least the the wide receivers. That he's not gonna he's not gonna have more receiving than Mark Andrews. I don't yeah, think. yeah. I guess so. I guess Hollywood Brown eight hundred yards, eight eight touchdowns last year, which isn't terrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But like, Bateman's gonna yeah, like you said, like how much is being the two worth there? But like, yeah. I don't, yeah, I mean, if he's only getting five targets a game, that's not enough, right? He needs to be up, like, eight to ten, and I just don't know if that volume is there for much of anyone. Who's going to pick Bateman? Oh, someone's going to, for sure. For sure. We'll see. All right. Should we, do it. Should we, should we keep going? Yeah, do you have any notes? Uh, so that, that's it for the first round yeah. fantasy guys. One and, last thing on Bateman, though, is I kind of wish he had been there when the Packers were picking. Just <laughs> to see. It would have been fun to see if he would have gone to the Packers, but. Yeah. Do, get, do we want to talk about that at all? The whole Rogers. We we kind of discussed. Oh that yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. I guess we will say the only the only thing I want to say about this is that the Packers drafted Amari Rogers, <laughs> spelled the same way the Rogers, so that's going to be annoying. Which I actually saw was, I heard he's Clemson, right? Uh, I don't even know. Amari Rogers. I think I saw. I read. I I just saw the the one article that I read about the draft before I we came on air. Uh, yeah, Clemson. Yeah. Um. The one article I read said that he could have gone like a round earlier, right. so it seemed like good okay. value for the for the old pack. Sure, why not? Go pack, go. Um, I, I I also like that Aaron Rodgers tweets that he wants out of, or said that he wanted out of Green Bay or whatever on the morning of the draft starting, and then <laughs> the Packers pick a corner. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it was pretty. I like the flex. That was a good flex. Yeah, I'm just scanning through second round. The, the only guy I really want to make note of, the only guy that his name sticks out to me is Rondell Moore from Purdue, yeah. going to Arizona. Purdue, uh, like Rondell Moore is like the most athletic person in the world. We um, love Rondell Moore, but he's also five foot seven. Yeah, and it's kind of like you know, is that going to translate, especially as a rookie, to the NFL? I do think that that's the right offense for him. Like in Cliff Kingsbury's like air raid thing going on, like Kyler, about, Kyler about, Murray to Rondell Moore is gonna yeah. be so fun. What about Andy Isabella? <laughs> that is kind of the thing. Like Christian Kirk and Isabella are like sort of similar players to Rondell Moore. And they just like have a lot of wide receivers. Obviously, with Hopkins getting the majority of something, of the work. something I like to bring up about Rondale Moore is that he grew up on the same block as Romeo Langford. <laughs> they played they played basketball together in high school. Damn, kind of fun. Um, so yeah, I don't have a whole ton uh, more guys I want to talk about. Do you have anything? Um, do we think Larry Fitzgerald is going to retire? Because like they're bringing in a lot of wide receivers. Yeah, it almost feels like he's just going to, like, keep being there and keep getting, like, 30 catches a year for, like, five more years for some reason, you know? Because yeah. he's just been in – he's been in that decline phase for so long now. We I, – I wonder, I wonder if we thought that he was going to retire after, like, the first year of Schaefer Bowl. 
<laughs> yeah, he was still good then. Um, like, he posted 1,100 yards in 2017, even. So, like, so yeah, he's been good fairly recently, but... Yeah, when I saw the Rondell Moore... It's going to be 38. When I saw Rondell Moore to the Cardinals, I was like, is this mean rest in peace, Larry Fitzgerald? Yeah. I don't know. That, you, I you, can only have, you can only have so many wide receivers, right? Yeah. Um, I yeah, guess you how, got, how many do they have? Man, they must... Yeah, it is a lot. But, I mean, they also play four and five wide. AJ Green, Hopkins, so. Isabella, Christian Kirk. Oh, Larry Fitzgerald isn't even listed yet. He probably hasn't decided. They don't, have the, they don't have the rookies on here yet. Yeah, you got anything else draft-wise? Um, let's see what we got here. It's kind of like just dumb shit. Um, just because just cause I, w- I want to talk about the Gophers. This doesn't have any fantasy implications, but Benjamin St. Juiced went Saint in the, in the third uh, corner from the Gophers, went in the third round to Washington, which I was not expecting because... Like I didn't know he was that good. Like, like when you like <laughs> yeah. when you watch the Gophers play, I thought I was higher on Saint Juice than like I would always like see Saint Juice making plays, and I'd be like, because I feel like I would bring him up more than most people. And then like he goes in the third round. But do you rem- do you remember how much we hyped up Eric Murray? Yeah. When he was at the go, so Eric Murray, we we hyped up like that guy got like huge recognition like across the Big Ten. Like what he went in the fourth round. And St. Juice, too, like... It's all about projectability, man. Yeah. Yeah. St. Juice is also Canadian. Ooh. Dude. I think he's, he's kind of tall. That's probably the thing. <laughs> yeah. I think he, yeah. Always, he always seemed like the kind of guy who... I guess one note I had is that Equinemius St. Brown's brother got drafted. Uh, the Lions Amonra. Amon Ra. How are we pronouncing that? Amon Ra. Yeah. Amon Ra St. Brown. Amon Ra. What a name. What a name. Uh, so excited to have that that brother duo in the NFC North. Is that going to be a Sam Brown still on the Packers? I guess that's my question. It takes a while to type Equinemius. <laughs> he is still on the Packers. It's going to be fun. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry. Playing us out. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, I wanted to bring up, wh- where did Davis Mills go? Cause uh, he, third he, round. He, he has some fantasy implications, I think. That that if, is if, possible. If Watson, yeah. like so, yeah, if David, Watson, if Watson doesn't come back or sits out or whatever, yeah. So Davis Mills, Mills is gonna Mills is gonna start from Stanford. Got drafted by the Texans. Yeah, I mean, if what I would certainly assume Watson is at least going to get suspended for like a substantial amount of time. Um, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. I'm gonna be yeah, all the all the the yeah. rape stuff or sexual yeah, yeah. assault I'm, stuff. I'm gonna or be pretty surprised if Watson plays in the first half of the year at least because I think yeah at least an eight game suspension probably and I wouldn't be surprised if it's a year long. Um, it's gonna be bad. Uh, and the Texans are going to be the worst team in the NFL if Watson doesn't play. I think They're the, gonna be the Texans extremely have a, bad. The Texans have a fun ragtag group of players. They got they got Tyrod Taylor. They got <laughs> Philip Lindsay. They got Mark Ingram. Are they Philip Lindsay now? Yeah, yeah. Philip Mark, Mark Ingram. Ingram? They what? got Mar- they got Mark Ingram. They got uh, they signed Alex Erickson. Uh, we all know Alex Erickson from his Wisco days. Dante Moncrief, mm. Chris Conley. <laughs> this team is gonna be so bad. Andre Roberts. <laughs> I think so I think he, I think he's more of a special. T- I think I think Andre Roberts is. I recognize his name. I think he's like the best special teamer in the NFL. Huge. So at least their special teams will be good. Well, isn't their new coach that was a special teams coordinator? So. That would make sense. Great, great hire, guys. <laughs> um, so who's on this team? 
Yeah, because they lost Will Fuller as well. Um, oh, we're, I, we we're, forgot to mention with the Dolphins. Uh, Will Fuller went to the Dolphins. Oh, so another, I didn't... another reason to not be super hype about Jim Waddle in fantasy. I didn't know that. Um, well, they have Randall. Oh yeah, they yeah. always have. Please Randall do not draft Davis Mills or even consider picking him up. <laughs> like, don't don't do that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that team is not going to be good. Is Dave, so the thing, like, the thing is, like, is Davis Mills even good? Probably not. It's a third round quarterback yeah, draft. Like, he's not going to yeah, be good. Yeah. Like, and this, and this team is probably like, trash. unless unless he's Russell Wilson. <laughs> like, it's not going well. Um, all right, I, I've got nothing more on the draft. Then are we uh, about ready to wrap this one? Yeah, I just got some, like, we, do we want to talk about the Jets drafting two Michael Carters? <laughs> yeah, who went to UNC and Duke. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I, I was bummed, though, because the first thing I thought of when I saw that was that I was excited because they would have to write out, like, I don't know how they would put that on the uniforms. They, I, I was thinking they would have to write out their full names and do their middle initial. And I was getting really excited. But then I saw one of these guys is Michael Carter the second. Yeah. So they're definitely just going to do Carter and Carter the second. Yeah, for sure. On these jerseys. Which that that made me sad because I really I really wanted to see what they would do uh, with that. They probably would have just given them both Carter, you know, been really boring with it. That's fair. Um, I also saw that the Vikings lost a seventh round pick because they for salary cap violations. No. Um, and it was regarding a practice squad player. <laughs> so they probably just like somebody didn't file paperwork right. Yeah. yeah. The Vikings also drafted a tight end from Central Missouri. Ooh, Central Missouri. Wow. What are they even Division One? Is that the Mules? <laughs> I think that might be the Mules. Are they? They gotta be D two, right? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it is the Mules. Nice. <laughs> That's such a fun logo. It's just a mule. Um, ran- other random job. What, what, what division are they? Are they D- they said D two. Uh, D two. Yeah. Yeah. Other random jottings I have, the Packers, for our Packers fans out there, they drafted an offensive lineman from Wisconsin. Ooh. So that's kind of fun. Hometown. Um, that's kind of... The, the Seahawks only had three picks in the whole draft, which I don't... I'm, I'm just impressed. Yeah. I don't really know how they swore. That's like about the minimum that anyone ever has. So. Yeah. And, and, the, and one of them was a wide receiver. The first one was the, was, it, was it Was that first round or... Second round. Second round. Yeah. Which they absolutely did not need. <laughs> in any way. Uh, yeah, you've got Tyler Lockett and... Uh, they they um, literally have, like, the Metcalf. best... They be, Metcalf and Lockett are probably the... That's probably the best wide receiver pair in the NFL. They probably needed yeah. wide receiver the least out of anyone. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure they're still going to run the ball 60% of the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see... I just saw that there was this one guy that dropped, got drafted. His name was Racy McMath, which is kind of fun. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. All I all I have written down is Racy McMath. I don't know anything about <laughs> that's him it. other than that. McMath. I like um, that. You think it's short for McMathematics? Oh, he played. He played at LSU. Nice. Sixth round. Probably get cut. <laughs> Give her him. So. His parents named him Racy because during his mother's pregnancy, he never stayed still. Pam, his mother, said, it felt like he was just racing in my stomach. So we said, okay, that's going to be his name. Let's call him Racy. So there you have it. I Uh, feel like they could have given him the name Race, which is like a sort of normal name, but Racy. Oh, yeah, that's true. There it is. Um, Wisconsin? Oh, I guess we don't. I guess do we talk? Does this wild goose guy? Is he Native American? So would it be? 
would it be would it be offensive if I like made fun of his name? Yeah, I think so. So we got we we got we can't we got to cancel Ben. Cancel Ben. Um. This this guy doesn't. Oh yeah, he might be Native American. <laughs> I gotta stop with racially profiling people. Um, do we want to talk about the last thing I have is a little fun fact was there was this wide receiver that played soccer. You, Evan actually did the research on this. Yeah. Can you just give the quick... All I remember from Googling this two hours ago was that this guy uh, went to Western Kentucky on a soccer scholarship and then transferred or walked onto the football team at Western Kentucky, quit soccer, transferred to UCF, and is now drafted. And he's 6'5", and he plays 10 in. So... Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun to see if if he, if he counts as a tight end. It'd be kind of funny if that's kind of like that'd be kind of like a cheat. I mean, this guy's definitely a project, you know. <laughs> like he didn't play football until college, so. But the but like it doesn't really matter for tight end that you didn't play football in college. Yeah, kind of. It might just make him take him some more time to. Get, Dude, get who do the Rams have at tight end? Uh, Tyler Higby, and Gerald Everett. Oh, yeah, so I guess that might be kind of tough. Yeah, I've got guys in the room. All right, well, that's all I got, Evan. All right. Anyway, that was fun. Yeah, it was good to be back on the hype train. You know, we'll be back in the fall, but this might be the, the last one we do uh, in person for, for quite some time. So we'll have to figure out our technology before then. All right. Well, very well, Evan. We, we all bid you well in, in Atlanta. Yeah. Can't wait. All right. Queer eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose.